We are here for the virtual summit for the Road to I Do uh, 2023. This has been, and my hair is all over the place if you didn't hear earlier. (laughs) Shaking out my hair. But it has been three years that we have been doing this summit. We're so excited to be with you uh, this evening. So welcome to the Road to I Do Summit. Presented by Finding Your Heart, and I am Rhonda Austin, founder, and and I'm Daraje Austin, husband. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, husband, and we are so glad that you have decided to join the summit and this season of the Finding Your Heart um, podcast. We want to welcome you today. We are going to be um, focusing on dispelling the myths. And so even if you're watching the replay of this, I want you to, as you're coming in, let us know your favorite food. So we're going to be dispelling the myths. And then we're going to talk about a little bit how we met and give you a couple of tips on how you can begin to dispel the myths as you are waiting to um, be married and or begin dating. So I'm going to share uh, our favorite food. What's your favorite food? Uh, my favorite food. Hmm. Uh, I, w- uh, I know what she's going to say, but <laughs> but my I guess my favorite food, I guess I like I do like chicken. I have a variety, so I like chicken. I do like spaghetti. Um, I do like beef, but I guess my all if I had a go to favorite food. It would be either ham, a uh, burger, or spaghetti, something quick. And boom. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I thought she was gonna say barbecue. I thought she was gonna say barbecue because I do love barbecue too. Anytime we go somewhere, he's getting barbecue or chicken tenders. But my favorite food is um, roast beef. Oh yes. Anything roast beef, specifically my mother's roast beef. It's so good. It's so good. So if you're joining, definitely let us know what your favorite food is. We want to make sure uh, that you know what's going on here to road to I do. So let's talk a little bit. We're just gonna (laughs) share a little bit of our story Mm -hmm. and particularly um how we met, particularly how we met, and then we're gonna go into the five, yep, five tips. Five tips on um, how to dispel the myths as you are dating and prepared for marriage. So I want to preface this, that this is a Christian, Christian based um, summit. So everything that we share is going to be from the perspective. That's right. From the perspective of the word, um, our own personal experiences in dating. But most importantly, um, some of our mentors' experiences as well. So we are not claiming to know everything, but we do know some things. And I believe we um, dated in a way that uh, we can share that experience with you as you are on your road to I do. So Mm -hmm. tell us, we're going to talk about how we met, how we met. And do y'all know how we met? Okay. Let us know if you know how we met. But we originally met in church. Can you believe it? In church. In church. 
Yes, I was singing in the choir um, at, in a Church of God in Christ jurisdictional meeting, and the uh, music department decided to, uh, to do a live recording mm -hmm. that year. So they asked certain people to sing on the front line. Mm -hmm. And I was literally in the choir serving. I just want to put it out there. If people tell you that there's no good men in church and that you go to church too much, that is a myth. Mm -hmm. Because I was literally in the choir singing um, when I met uh, Daraje. And mm -hmm. so you want to share anything about that experience? Um, that Well, that entire experience was... It was interesting because I wasn't even a part of the front line. I um, I didn't grow up uh, Church of God in Christ, uh, non-denominational, still believe in holiness, mm -hmm. um, but went to college and that's how I became into the Church of God in Christ. And so um, started singing in the choir, yada, da, and then uh, went to a jurisdictional, it was the convocation as Rhonda said, um, and I was just singing in the choir just to help the choir out because I love singing uh, and I love directing the choirs. Um, but then uh, uh, my, one of my youth leaders uh, pulled me, was taking a break, and she came uh, and asked me, she's like, hey, do you, wanna, um, do you mind singing Frontline? I was like, sure, I don't mind. She was like, good, we need help. So I uh, went up there and started singing Frontline, and mm -hmm. uh, literally I was placed uh, right beside Rhonda. Uh, not know I've seen her before. Heard uh, heard about her, uh, seen her, like I said, in church and at, really at jurisdictional functions. I seen her and knew that she was the, the chair lady, um, but I didn't know too much about her, but I was uh, standing right next to her. And at first I was just like, oh, she's beautiful. And I was just like, uh, okay, let's just see where this goes. I'm just, you know, being me, being nice and everything. Um, and we were, we started to rehearse that he, uh, the director released the choir and then um, the front line singer, we stayed to rehearse and everything to get those parts right. Y'all know how it is. Um, but uh, that whole time, we were just really we weren't trying to, but uh, every time that we would uh, rehearse or anything, we will be beside each other. Mm -hmm. um, and so whenever she needed help with a part or she don't know uh, the part, I would know uh, her part and I would help her. And that's how we started really communicating uh, and really, uh, really talking. So, yeah. <laughs> so I just want to share then don't get tired of serving where you are. Never get tired of serving where you are um, because you never know who's looking, who's paying attention. A lot of times we miss the blessings that the Lord has for us because we choose to move out of place. Right. So don't That's become good. weary and tired in serving. I literally was singing in the soprano section. He was doing what he loved to do, um, directing, and that's how we met. Um, usually, if, if we look at it, who was it that worked 14 years mm -hmm. and the two oh, sisters, uh, uh, Rachel was serving at oh, the- Jacob. Yes, Jacob, Jacob, Jacob was serving at the pool, but that's not what we were supposed to talk about right. tonight. That's not what we're talking about tonight. <laughs> that's, a but that's a whole other story. Um, so don't get tired of serving, y'all. No. Don't get tired of serving because I don't want you to miss 
definitely what God has for you in whatever capacity you serve in. Um, so yeah, we just stayed friends. I think at the end of the convention, he asked me for my number. I gave him the Google voice number because I don't, I don't even know him like that. Um, which was a number I didn't check all the time. And I wasn't quite sure like, who's this guy, where he's coming from. Right. But we stayed friends for about four, four years. And then um, another convention, he came up and texted me in the middle of, of service within those four years. I ended up giving him my real number. Right. And he texted me in the middle of service and uh, told me that night that he um, wanted to pursue me to be his wife. I still didn't believe him because I ain't trust dudes. I felt like um, that they lie and they mm-hmm. weren't people of their word. Mm-hmm. And um, and I was fine. I was happy in my singleness and I was fine. But he continued to pursue. He continued to uh, come and travel to North Carolina from Virginia to um, get to know me better and um, make me feel comfortable. So let me know. Let us know if you have questions. Please make sure you uh, email us or put in the comments about particularly how we met. But we want to get into we want to get into dispelling the myths because everything that I thought was truth ended up being wrong Mm -hmm. when we actually met. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the first things was actually meeting him in church. You know, um, people told me that I needed to go on an app and some people told me I needed to go to the club. Um, I don't know what people told you. Maybe maybe females only think that way when it comes (laughs) to like meeting guys. Did Mm -hmm. y'all have like special places of where you might want to meet or what you needed to do? Well, for me, it was it, uh, it's different um, for for us guys. Um, well, I speak I I can't speak for all guys. I speak for me. Um, I honestly did not get have a whole lot of tips on how to pursue a woman. Mm. I didn't have. Um, I so didn't they have might not that. know, y'all. They might not know. <laughs> no, but <laughs> the only the only way I knew what to do was from what I observed from my grandparents. Uh, they were married. Uh, uh, 49 years. He passed away uh, four years ago. Uh, actually, no, way longer than that. <laughs> nine I years ago now. Yeah. Nine years ago. So um, I, I just observed from different people, different couples, Christian couples, and I just observed what they do. And then my mom, uh, she, uh, me and her, she was a single parent and got married uh, when I was 16 years old. I just observed a lot of what to do and what not to do. Um, and so I didn't receive a lot of uh, this is how you approach a woman. I just mm-hmm. really uh, watch uh, my surroundings, who I was hanging around with, and thank God I has I have good examples of how you should treat a woman and how you should approach them. Mm-hmm. Um, but so yeah, so for me, I didn't get a whole lot. Oh, you should go to the club, or you should go to the church, or this and uh, and do that. Uh, but I just observed, mm-hmm. and then I acted upon what I observed. Yeah. Honey, they told me, you know, I had to change the way I dress, the way I laugh, how I did my makeup, like all these things needed to change um, in order for me to be ready. And so we don't believe in all that in here. Mm -mm. We don't believe in all that over here. So let's get into this dispelling the myths of what happens. kind of that process right before you're getting married or right before you meet someone. Um, hey, thank you. All right. So myth number one, myth number one, babe, you don't have to worry, but we don't have to put it there oh, yeah, tonight. Yeah. No, you- 
but it says you are worthy of having an amazing life partner. Write it down. You are worthy. Not only write it down, but say it. Like yeah. when you look in the mirror, you are worthy mm-hmm. of having an amazing life partner. Wow. If everybody else is, is getting married, I need, we need mm-hmm. you to know without a shadow of doubt in mm-hmm. your mind that you are worthy yeah. of having an amazing life partner, a husband or a wife. You are worth that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. No matter what you've done, no matter um, how you look. Or where you are right now, you are worthy of having an amazing life partner. Amen. Yeah. Number two, if you desire mm-hmm. to be married, mm-hmm. God has promised to give you the desires of your heart on condition on condition. So mm-hmm. there's a condition. Um, so we're sharing these myths because sometimes one people don't think that they're worthy enough or that they're good enough to mm-hmm. get married or pretty enough or mm-hmm. handsome enough or uh, we were talking not last night men. yes yeah. not enough men <laughs> and, or we were talking last night um, about um, types right like oh, different yeah. types yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and granted the bible does say that in the last days you know for every um for every one man mm-hmm. there'll be seven, seven women mm-hmm. so Yes, we we know that the Bible says that, but I also believe that according to Psalms 37 and 4, Mm -hmm. when you delight yourself in the Lord, he has promised to give you the desires of your heart. You all, we live in this culture, of course, where we want things fast. Not only that do we want things fast, but at the same time, people are saying different things than what our faith says. My faith says that when I delight myself Mm -hmm. in God, I literally throw myself into him, I seek his face, Mm -hmm. that he has no choice but to give me the desires of my heart. And so if he can bless you in healing, if he can bless you in your finances, surely he can bless you with a lifetime partner for his glory and Mm -hmm. for his kingdom edification. So um, tonight we are dispelling the myths, changing our mindset because when I am living and walking in a life, and I get excited, baby, yeah, you can no, jump fine, in. When I'm living and walking in a life or a mindset that I'm worthy mm-hmm. of getting married and that I know that I'm seeking the Lord and mm-hmm. that he has promised to give me the desires of my heart, it's a different confidence level. You will not take some of the text messages that you take. You right. will not take some of the calls that you take. You won't even look at some of the pictures or want to deal with some of the people mm-hmm. that you deal with Mm -hmm. because your mindset has shifted to a point of of victory and confidence that I am worth this and I'm going to wait until my change comes. So we're dispelling the myths on tonight. Okay, I'm going to pause. Maybe you want to say something. No, no, no. Go ahead. Myth number three, if they don't choose you, guess what? They were not the ones. If they don't choose you, they were not the ones. So I know that that's like a hard pill to swallow like Mm -hmm. that is a hard pill to swallow like oh man they don't want me but that meant they're not supposed to be in your life and honestly i would rather have rejection because i know that it's protecting me from something Mm -hmm. than to be in a lifetime relationship and be miserable with someone who who doesn't even have the heart for god can i yes go ahead um real life story um this is before Rhonda. i think where was i i was in college uh, I was like a freshman or so- sophomore in, in college. And uh, I went to this um, orientation leadership conference, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I met this young lady. She was from Florida. 
and I was uh, in at ECSU at the time. And so um, we started talking why the conference, blah, 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 got her number. We started talking way after that. Then after that, we started dating. Um, but then either we, we dated for a while, dated for like a few months or so. Um, and then uh, one, of th one of the things, well, long story short, I went to go see her for her birthday. Uh, she uh, uh, told me that she had never had a boyfriend to come and see her or spend time with her Ooh. for a birthday. So I made, thank God, made it happen. Went down there, first flight ever to Florida. Uh, first flight ever, period. Uh, and so to my first flight um, to Florida, went to spend time with her. And then after that, uh, um, everything was cool. But towards the end of the of the trip, uh, I felt a little distance from her. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't know why I was, I didn't do anything. I didn't uh, disrespect her in any type of way. I didn't try to force myself on her, anything like that. Uh, everything was, and to me was cool, but I just felt that distance. Um, and then when I got back, it became even more distant. Mm -hmm. um, and so uh, after a while, you know, I definitely prayed. I was like, well, God, if she's not meant for me, this is going to your point. If mm -hmm. uh, she's not meant for me, then uh give me the strength to to let her go mm -hmm. and uh i remember i was at work i was working at wendy's this summertime so i was working at wendy's uh in between uh college and um i was taking a break and i hadn't really been uh didn't really talk to her that much until that day um that i talked to her and then she told me some things that she'd been going through but um but really she um she didn't want to be with me anymore. And so I, I say that to say, at, even as a man, um, because I really did, I, I loved her, you know, I had feelings for her and everything, but that statement is, is so true. If they aren't for you, then they're not meant to be uh, with you. And so don't get discouraged when people, uh, when you're dating someone and you might become serious, you might even feel like you're in love with them. And you may say that you love them and everything, but if uh, when if and when it ends, don't become uh, distraught because mm -hmm. of the fact that they left you. No, that just means there's someone better for you. Mm -hmm. Clearly, she was waiting and <laughs> and waiting on me to get myself together. So uh, just to encourage you. Don't don't worry about if people leave you. Just know that God has someone for you, better for you. Absolutely. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. I don't think I knew that story. We're going to have to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So point number four, whether male or female, you are the prize. You mm -hmm. are valuable. You bring so much to the table. Please remember that in your dating. And if anybody treats you other than whom God created you to be, mm -hmm. which is the prize, special, right. peculiar, um, excellent royalty, it's okay to let go. Yes, absolutely. Because if they treat you bad in the dating, <laughs> they're going to treat you worse probably in there. there. Absolutely. Because so, you get to see the real them. Mm -hmm. And finally, five, your husband or wife will love you for <laughs> who you are. They will love your complexion. <laughs> they will love your weight. Yes. And they will love your skin tone. Complexion and skin tone is the same thing, but yes. they're going to love it all, okay? Flaws and all. Flaws Every, and everything, all. Everything, everything. I have to tell Rhonda sometimes, like, because she'll get shy about certain things and um, or she'll feel like I um, like certain things have to be right. But I'm like, no, I love you for you. I married you for you and I love you 
because of who you are. Like everything about you, even from your head to your toes, like everything. Like it, it doesn't matter if this is not if this is not right. It's all right. It's, it's okay to me. It's okay. I'm because I chose to love you, regardless of how you look. To me, you're beautiful. You yes. know, and so and I, you know, constantly remind her. Uh, which is a good thing. I don't mind reminding her to tell her that she's beautiful, that she's appreciated um, and, and everything that I love her. And because uh, for, I know I know one of her uh, love languages is uh, words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. Um, and so and acts of service is the other one. But um, but words of affirmation. So she needs that, you know, <laughs> right. Forever. I've been working my entire life. But <laughs> but um, uh, but really, it, it's good. I don't mind giving her her flowers while she can smell them. I don't want her to wait while she's stretched out in front of me and to me to say all these great things about her. No, I want her to go into eternity, into the arms of the Lord, knowing that, hey, I had a good husband, you know. And so, so yeah, it's okay Thank to you. tell them that. <laughs> Amen. Thank you for that. Yeah. So those are five tips, y'all for dispelling the myths in your mind. It's really about shifting how you think here so that you can project who you really are when you walk outside your doors. Um, We're excited. We're so thrilled that you're a part of this virtual summit. I'm probably going to do a poll later on this weekend to see what time is good for you all um, so we can get some Q&As going, question and answer going on. But for the next nine weeks, we're coming with different topics, um, probably have some different guests that will be on as Mm -hmm. well. But if you have questions or want us particularly to cover a topic, um, feel free to put it below mm-hmm. and you can also uh, send us a message. We'll be happy uh, to hear from you. So this weekend, we hope that you have a phenomenal weekend, yes. that you are your best self uh, mm-hmm. when you go out and know that someone is always looking. That's what I was to say. Someone's <laughs> always looking. So look good, smell good, and yes. please make sure you represent the kingdom. We're going to close with prayer, if you don't mm-hmm. mind praying as we move forward, yeah. kind of in this summit. and. Um, praying over the minds of everyone that's connected to the road to I do find your heart. Yeah. All right. Father, we just thank you. We love you. We thank you for how you have kept us throughout this day. Oh God, we give you praise and we give you thanks, oh God, because you told us in everything, give thanks. So God, we pause to say thank, thank you, you for everything, God. Despite of what has happened throughout this day, we give you praise and glory for it all, oh God. We ask you to bless us, oh God, as we endeavor to do your will, as we want to want to give what you have given unto us to others. Oh God, bless the summit, oh God. Let, oh God, those that will listen, let it sink into their hearts, oh God, whether they come live or whether they come watch and the replay, let it sing into their hearts that they may know your will for their lives as they prepare for marriage, oh God. Bless, oh God, everyone that is listening. Bless everyone, their families, and everything that pertains to them, oh God, because you are the God that is concerned about us, Lord. So God, bless them and keep them. Keep us all, oh God, until the next time, oh God, that we shall come together. Bless the summit. Bless us, Lord Jesus, that we may give only your word and that which you want your people to hear. And we promise to give you praise, glory, and honor in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. 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 We can't wait to see you all yes. again. Make sure you put hashtag replay. Until next time, ciao. Ciao.